What up, Whiskey Ginger fans? Welcome back to the show. Is it your first time joining the show? Welcome to the show, okay? Tell someone about it. Spread the word around, I guess, today. Steve-O, my man Steve-O. Uh, he's on tour right now doing the Bucket List Tour. Go to steveo.com and get those tickets. Go check him out. He's on the road. He's all over the place. This dude is a machine. Uh, some of the most wild stuff I think I've ever seen in my entire life were on the bucket list. So go check it out. Also, come see me and Bobby Lee. Me and Robert E. Lee are touring around the country to finish the Bad Friends Tour in 2024. We'll be done for a long time. We're going to be doing uh, Atlantic City, uh, Reno, Salt Lake City, Temecula, uh, Sacramento, uh, Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, Niagara Falls, Tucson, and we're finishing the tour in Las Vegas, Nevada on 42420, man. Come out and see us. Badfriendspod.com for those tickets. Badfriendspod.com. Enough rambling. Let's go to the episode. In here... We pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. You were that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey and $75 for the horse. Gingers are hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers. Oh my yeah, dude, God. It's like fucking, it's like jackass meets stand up. And I'm fucking super stoked on. Thank you so Dude, much. Dude, you're a fucking that. grade A. I'm actually kind of like, uh, I might throw up. That's like <laughs> fucking ape shit, dude. Is there any way you can give us footage so we can show it on the show or no? Do you not want it out? Um, It's up to you. They're, they're, like a clip. Like, do you have clips of that that you post that we can I, post? I have a. I've got a Don't worry about it now. Don't worry about it now. I have a vasectomy Olympics promo that I Just give it, to, give it to us so we can yeah. at least put it on the episode. Yeah. Fuck yeah, How long dude. are you touring this for, by the way? I've, I've already toured it. Like You're done. I, I, I ran the fucking shit. I, I toured it to death. What are you going to do in the new year? Are you not going to tour it in the new year? I'm going to take my time and put together my new hour. Another hour? Yeah. So you're not going out? It's. I mean, it, I just got to shoot all my, you know? Like I know, I, I know. Yeah, you got to put it together. But that's yeah. fucking... I'm like in shock. I've never, I've never seen anything like that in my entire life. I'm like literally shocked out of my fucking mind. Also, I'm dumb. I didn't know that you. I thought people they pass you out when they do a vasectomy. No. You do, they don't put anybody under. It, I, you can. Some people will go completely under, uh, but mostly what it is, it's like when you go to the dentist to get one tooth worked on. They'll do a little prick which numbs the area, mm-hmm. and all you feel is that one little prick. You're then right. Then they can grind. They can. And then you don't, then it doesn't matter. Right. It's God exactly damn, like that. Dude. I've literally never seen them cut that. I didn't know they cut it like that. I mean, they literally I didn't, snipped I didn't know it. what it was. Isn't it fascinating? I had no idea how a vasectomy worked. How either. quick, too? That was only like 10 minutes. Yeah, super quick. God, dude. No, I don't know if I could ever do it. I don't know if I could ever <clears> do it. Dude. I mean, that's just, it's, that's, it's just. What, do you want to have kids? Sure, but even if I didn't, I don't even know if I want to fucking snip my balls and fucking, I don't know, dude. I feel I mean, so weird about it. On a cost-benefit ratio. What if it, fu- what if it fucks up? What percentage well, of vasectomies go well, awry? That's kind of how I feel. I'm like, what, what percentage of vasectomies? Well, let me let me go tell you bad? how it worked. Oh, holy crap! Did that say thirteen point six percent don't work? No, less than one percent okay. of vasectomies okay. fail. Wait, well, right. here's the thing. Okay, <laughs> but before getting the vasectomy, it it was very important to me uh, to answer the question that I get for the last twenty years. Yeah, almost more than anything. Like after all of the terrible things that have happened to my balls. Yeah, we've all seen them over the past 20 years. Could I have kids if I wanted to? Like, I couldn't just go get the snip and never know. Right. You know, like, yeah. so before the vasectomy, I went into <laughs> uh, the fertility clinic and um, I, I tugged one off. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, and, and, I, and I'm, I'm giving away a little bit of what's in the special. I don't mind at all. I, uh, they told me that the average man has about 20 to 30 million sperm per milliliter of jizz. Right, yeah. I clocked in at 51 million. 51 million. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, so. Uh, you beat me. I was, think I was 38 million or something Wow, like that. dude. Yeah, 30 so to 39. If it doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger. That's exactly right. And, and um, then <laughs> after the vasectomy, I went back. So what, what they do, they, they say wait 30 days and, right. then, and then go back and they put it under the microscope again. 30 days later, I went back. There was not even a corpse on the battlefield. They were stronger. No, no, not even a corpse on the battlefield. Nobody like, died. They, 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 there was nothing, nothing. 
Like they, they, they had cut the tubes which deliver the sperm. Oh, you're saying no, there was no sperm there was left. Zero. Yeah, I went from 51 million like aggressive swimmers, rah, you know, and yeah, then, then and then it was like they put. God bless. Just glass. Just glass. Just glass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is insane. And so now my lady and I uh, hump and dump. Hump and dump. Month long. Hump and dump in the fucking Steve O household. <laughs> yeah. She and was but, like, no, I don't want kids either, right? She said no. She, she yeah, she didn't want kids before we even met. I didn't want kids. <clears throat> and it's crazy because I've done like a million uh like things to promote this. Yeah. Not once have we gotten into the actual mechanics of a vasectomy. Yeah, well that's the real deal. We just saw like the real deal snipping of an actual tube. It's funny because it looks like a tube. I didn't think it would look like a tube. You know how they say like yeah. like I have really bad nerve pain and they always say uh, pinch a nerve. You've heard that before? Yeah, yeah. No such thing. It's not real. Like the nerve isn't a hose. It's actually more like a flat. It's flat. So it does. It says you can impinge a nerve, but you can't really like hose it off. That that's a fucking hose. That's I mean, a straight it, up it, hose. It is a tube. It is a tube. It's called the vas deferens. Vas deferens. Yeah, and and it delivers sperm from the nuts through the wiener to your boy. More importantly, <laughs> more importantly, yeah. uh, for those that are watching right now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Whiskey Ginger. My guest today is one of my favorite people on earth. I say that from I guess, but I meet him once again today. It's Steve-O on the show. It's a mid-show intro. We're talking about his special, his vasectomy that you get to see uh, unedited, unblurred, straight from the fucking source. You see his nuts open up. Uh, go watch Bucket List on uh, his, your Steve-O. own website. Steve-O.com, yeah. your own website. And you get to see, uh, well, we got to see some fun. I don't want to tell too much, but. I mean, dude, like, it, when I was a kid, I was like 12 years old. I heard a joke. What's the definition of macho? And it was a man who jogs home from his own vasectomy. That's funny. And I always wanted to be macho. And you did. That was it. my thing. Yeah. So I remembered that joke. And I, it was like the, the oldest, probably my first real stunt idea. And you did jog home. Ba- based on that joke, like, man. I should, when I grow up, I should get a vasectomy and I should do, do like more than just jog. I should be, I should set a record for the most macho guy there's ever been. Did you feel more macho after that? Well, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, your balls were fucking black and blue. How long do you have bruises on your nuts for? Uh, my, my ball sack looked like that, like a plum for, I don't know, about a week. Did they, have you gone in and gotten your nuts checked enough just to make sure that like you haven't done any sort of like, like, uh, Shape damage to them? Like, do they, do they, do they brew? They I don't think I've done shape damage. No. Still, they still hold their core, huh? Yeah, I don't think I've done any shape damage. Um, and, and like, who cares? <laughs> yeah, I guess right? if they're misshaped, I don't know. It might feel weird when you, I don't, I don't know if it, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I guess I have no idea what it'd feel like to have like just a bruised testicle. I don't want to ever find out. The fact that you guys, since I've seen the shows over the years, take shape. The fact that so many of you guys are down to just get fucking walloped in the nuts makes me think they're so much more durable than we ever thought. I imagine cavemen must have been so delicate, and then if one dude smacked his nuts on something and was like, We're, it's fine. You could fucking run full speed, fall, smash a nut, it'll come right back. Perhaps. Uh, maybe. I'm I, assuming they used to be real careful with them, right? And then they probably people got over it. Then they probably tied them up and shit and then kicked each other in the fucking dick like you guys do. I still can't believe you guys do that shit. I've never, I've been kicked in the nuts once and it caused a massive fight in elementary school. And after that, I've never, ever been kicked in the nuts. The cup test, yeah, shit like that. Like, yeah. It's fucking insane to sit there and let someone fucking do that to you. Like, I just can't. uh... Has anybody had a a damaged dick? Doesn't Knoxville have a damaged dick? Knoxville had a uh, a broken urethra. Yeah, it doesn't even sound like that's real. Well, no, it was very real. He tried to do a double backflip on a motocross bike. That was the idea. He, he didn't even come close to one flip. He, he just got upside down. They said, they told him, do not let go of the bike because the bike will come up and it will come down and land on you. 100%, yeah. And he goes up there. All he managed to do is get upside down, mm. let go of the bike. The bike went way up in the air, and then the bike came down and landed square on his wiener and then broke his wiener. And he had a catheter for – oh, yeah, there it is. He had a catheter for uh, mm. like years, years. He had a le- lemonade stand, lemonade bag tied to his leg fuck with a catheter but now he's fine they pulled the tube out and now he works yep don't yeah. let go of the bike well I mean, that that's, 
that, that wasn't it. But the first one was like... first one was hit. Also, uh, <clears throat> speaking of uh, shit like this crashing, oh, Bowie... maybe it wasn't, and the handlebar is what got him. Oh, it did. Oh, there we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Show me this. Uh, bow to your head for it, so the camera can see this tattoo on your oh, fucking yeah. head, dude. I mean, what are we talking about? It's Crash Test Dummy. I logo. know what it is, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're I big, got a big fan of the band Crash Test Dummies. You got the Crash Test Dummy emblem on your forehead. I remember those commercials. I used to love those. Do you? You don't remember those? Do you? I remember the Crash Test Dummy. You remember those commercials, don't you? Where they used to talk to each other, the Crash Test Dummies. Oh wow! I think I kind of do. Yeah, they were. Yeah, that was like the. Yeah, I the, the commercials were kind of funny. Yeah, they would chat I with do each other. remember. They turned about on your seatbelt and they'd fucking run into a wall at like fifty miles an hour. Yeah. What I, made uh, you get this, dude? I got it right before I did my first crash test dummy stunt um, a couple months ago. But were, were you like, I want to do this, or, or was someone like, you should fucking get a crash test dummy tag? I've, I've had the idea forever. Like, yeah. I've had, I've literally had the idea forever to dress up like a crash test dummy and recreate what, like, what you've always seen. The car just goes into the wall. Right. Super slow-mo. The bag opens up. Um... And, uh, yeah, so I bought a car for no purpose other than to just crash, crash into, into a, wall. a wall, make sure the airbags work. <laughs> um, and uh, and, and it's, it's good because for my next hour, um, I'm going to alienate a lot of people. And so I figured if I, if I weave through the hour like a recurring crash test dummy bit to appeal to the macho kind of, yeah, yeah, base, yeah. you know, like kind of keep them looped in because I'm I'm going into some some weird areas. So how so what it, it takes you? So for people that don't know, if people have to watch the special to go see um, the Bucket List, it took you a year of filming and then a year of touring, right? Is that um, what you did? I for the Bucket List, I spent eight months, eight months filming the stunts, like the vignettes, right. and then when I filmed, once I once I filmed it, then I would go to the comedy store, the improv laugh factory and, and just work out the material for that bit. And, and, uh, you know, it, it, it was, it was awesome. Like I, I so each chunk of the show I did as like local sets right. and then put it all together for the tour. Um, but the new one's going to be a crash test dummy special. No, the new one's called Steve. I gone too far tour. <laughs> and and uh, the crash test dummy is just one element. That's a it. piece of it. Yeah, yeah that's a piece. You're of going it. further than you've ever done on this last. Is this going to be like the last version of this, or you're? I think so. I think so. You know, I was speaking with Caitlyn Jenner the yeah? other day. Yeah, they like this. What Caitlyn have to say? Is Caitlyn going to get involved? Um, I, I didn't bring it up, but there is definitely room for that. <laughs> You gonna make Caitlyn? Uh... No, no, no. And and Caitlyn was lovely. I had the best time. And and what I filmed with Caitlyn and Lamar Odom won't come out until like deep. You guys were smoking crack. What were you guys doing? Stop it, dude. They have a new podcast, and and, and uh, I I hope I'm you know not uh, upsetting anybody by by saying that. But it's a um, joke. The. Uh, yeah, it's fine. But Caitlin said about the way that I keep having to raise the bar and push myself further and risk my life more. Yeah. Um, the, uh, an analogy. She said uh, Elton John used to have all these elaborate outfits, and each one was just crazier than the last. And then he got to a point, he's like, you know, like, Jesus. I'm just gonna, and then he started wearing normal clothes. Yeah, he, once you get over it, you're done. So now you're gonna go back. You're gonna be wearing suits, and you're gonna be like uh, Steve-O as Mulaney. Uh, Steve-O's up there. He's like, you know, when you're cooking toast, <laughs> fucking normal ass stand up. Yeah, no, I, I, I really, really am committed to to one more like multimedia hour that is just it's a big undertaking. It is. It's terrifying. And also the way you the way you tour is fucking lunacy. The last time we sat. But well, we were on Bad Friends, but before that, we were in Australia in my hotel. And this dude set up a podcast in my hotel room when I was down there shooting a movie. And your touring schedule's disgusting. You have so many people with you, and you go, like, I don't know how you do Like, with us, we had to take big breaks. I couldn't do it. We had, we had a chunk on the bus, and I was like, fuck this. But you bust it, or well, you vanned it too, right? Didn't you van I, it? I, I bought, well, I started out renting 
um, like a legit Prevost tour bus. Yeah, the real and deal. Yeah, that dude, that's an expensive proposition, man. Yeah, it's, rent, it's an absurd. Renting a Prevost, and I was just like, oh god, it's so much money. People don't know they cost so much money to outfit those things. Yeah, and you have to pay for a driver, and he you has to take breaks, yeah. and right. and you have to get hotels, and it's 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 insane. It's, it's so insane. much money. So what I did, <laughs> I bought like a like literally like National Lampoon's vacation RV. RV? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bought an RV. I, I put the obnoxious like Burt Kreischer wrap on it with his Stevo and everything, yeah. and, uh, and 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 just ran that thing. You know, God, you like, still have it though. Yeah, I, I do. Really? I do. I, I've, I've since peeled off the wrap. Yeah, you got to take that off. So I now I have the cloak of anonymity. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's great. But no, I, I love it, man. And 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 I, um, you know, I tour pretty. It's so great when you graduate from comedy clubs to theaters. It's cool. I do love the clubs though, because you really get a different vibe in a club. You really get to kind of peel out some jokes and really like dig in deep into them. That's what I do still love about the clubs. I think I'm going to go back and do clubs next year to really go back and just start to feel it deeper again. Because sometimes the theater shows are like such a show, and you don't get to do that old, you know, that you game of operation that you get to play in a right. club with jokes where you're like, ooh, where can I go with this thing and how far up can I, I go and how. Theaters, it doesn't really, you don't really have the opportunity to do that. I, I think that you can work on material just fine in a theater. You can, yeah. And I also like just be like the, the whole crowded restaurant. People are like so busy eating. That's and a, well, that servers. part's a bummer. Yeah, that's why you got to pick your clubs carefully. You just got to pick the spots that you do that are like comedy centric or comedy based yeah. or their history is based on it. right when you do fucking the strip and, mall ones it's tougher and 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 never mind the whole dynamic of the comedy club just the fact that when you're in the comedy club you go to one city per week you're mm. in that one spot all weekend there, it's yeah. th thursday through sunday yeah. and there's no such thing as shows on on uh, monday tuesday wednesday you know like yeah, yeah, yeah. whereas when you graduate to the theaters now all of a sudden, all seven days of the week you can do shows. You can do shows, yeah. And every night you can do as many people as you can do for a whole week in a comedy. Club. Totally. Did you ever go to Asia? Did you ever do Singapore? We got an offer to do Singapore. Did you do that? <laughs> I, did, I, did, I did one in Singapore. How was that? Was that worth it? Um. Yeah, it was great, man. <laughs> yeah, it was great. I did. It was a huge turnout. Is huge it a lot of show. expats? Is that what it is? Like a lot of fucking. Uh, some. Yeah. I don't think uh, a lot. I think that the. That a lot of people speak English in Singapore. That's you know, right. like um, I mean, really, English is a dominant. That's right, baby. Respect us, rest of the world. I mean, more people speak English in China than any other country in the world, but that's just a numbers game. That's also because they're really good at business. Yeah, yeah, they know they know how to fucking. We got, they got our number. They're pretty good at taking us to the cleaners, and that's not a racial joke. So don't laugh. That's not funny, dude. <laughs> no, but I think it's I think it's rad that you like I've because I've seen you over the years do that make the sh make the show to do the show, which is another step that most comics. I mean, that's a that's a fuckload of work, dude. I give you a lot of credit. You're making the show, then you have to make the show, which most of us we have to just make the fucking hour, take it out. You have yeah. to make it, then take it out, and then do it to show it. And hopefully, you know, but I do like that you're selling it on your own side. I just had a phone call with a buddy yesterday who's going back and forth over where he's going to put out a special. And, you know, it was a long conversation about, like, what's the move? I was like, I don't know, man. Maybe just put it out yourself. Well, That's what you did, which I yeah. think a lot of people are kind of maybe thinking about doing. Just throw it up your own on your own shit. This, this is a really interesting thing to get into. Um, I would have loved to have been on Netflix. You know, I just I, I thought. <clears throat> just for the namesake. Yeah, I, I mean, it would have, uh, for me, for me, it's, um, people look sideways at, at me, I'm Steve-O from Jackass, I always know Steve-O is doing stand-up, you know, and there's, it's felt like an uphill battle to, to kind of earn my, my seat at the table, mm -hmm. and, like, I, I've, I've wanted to have, like, 
a Netflix. I'm, like each each time I've gone to Netflix and you know, like, hey guys, and it, it's. Uh, I think and they don't was, want it. I think that that Robbie Pra has some prejudice against the idea of Steve-O doing stand-up. Sure. He even said when I came to, for my last special. I think it was directly from his mouth, like uh, that. I, I I deal with pure stand-ups, like lifelong stand-ups. Not like he, he thinks I'm, oh, I'm like do, a yeah. gimmick kind of thing, and that that was kind of crushing. So my, my last special, which was multimedia, and it had like the whole cast of Jackass, it was really something awesome. I put that out on my own website. Yeah, and uh, and I, I did very well. You know, I. Um, so, because the goal is, what do you want out of it, right? That's well, the whole end game of everything. Do you want the money out of it? Do you right. want the recognition? The what do you want? That that's that's the thing. You know, I, I did I did well financially as far as like the all the money I invested in in making that show. Like, uh, I mean, I, I got you way made it back. I got way more than than well, I put into so it. So then, back. but the goal is, you want the recognition well, from right. someone like Netflix, right? And I mean, I like. I just felt this time around, like having done stand up for thirteen years and and with disgusting touring schedules. Yeah, like I've been relentless. I've just been grinding, and I there were five and a half years in between my second and third special. Those five and a half years, like you really nailed it down. I mean, yeah. I I just felt like now with the format, like the the whole approach I have to it, it's like jackass stunts meets stand up all boiled into this like multimedia thing. Like it's finally there. And yeah. now I just I want everybody to see it. So I go to Netflix and arguably I don't I don't know if that the if it's the prejudice or or if it's just like literally how explicit it is i mean i blow a load on camera in this special yeah i don't know that could be a big piece of it dude <laughs> getting your yeah. nuts snipped and then shooting one in the sky i mean <laughs> i do think there's a piece of that that's like i don't know yeah. man this is kind of it's right. almost it's almost yeah i mean how would they check that down on netflix is they have to put on content that's not super graphic but i mean right i mean I so, so, so it is what it is and um yeah at, at one point i brought the i invited the jackass director jeff tremaine to my house yeah. i screened for him like an early recording of one of my shows with all the multimedia baked in i was like man you know because i because i had that hump that 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 door was just slammed shut on me and i thought if i went with the director of jackass maybe that would open up the door from the director of jackass the stunts jackass could never yeah, show. I couldn't do. You know, like, and uh, sat down with Jeff Tremaine, and, and he said, you know, hey, man, I'd, like, uh, congrats. You've really outdone yourself with this one, but there's none of that that can be on Netflix. Like, nothing. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> what it is, if I'm being honest with you. The stand-up <laughs> right. portion's fine to be on Netflix, right. but I don't know if you could show some of that shit. I mean, you right. could talk about it, but the whole point of your show is showing it. Right, right. So, so Hulu, it. what's up? What's up, dude? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I have it at stevo.com. Yeah, just go you to the know, website. It's I have it at stevo.com. It, it, it's doing, it just came out like a few days ago. It's uh, Well, that's like Louis, that's like Louis put his out on his right. own, on his own website. Uh, of course, you're jacking off on yours consensually and uh, it's out right oh, now. Oh, Wow. <clears throat> I you just clicked the link. I had no idea that they have an actual time for when. Uh, well, they it have the ends. sale end. Yeah, the sale ends. I mean, obviously, when this episode comes out, it'll already be just fully up there. But you have well, a... right, right now. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, uh, I, I don't know. Well, it said the sale ends in forty Dude. in forty three <laughs> hours. Forty three days. Oh, 43 days. I think so. Yeah, I think that's right. And um, oh, okay. Well, this will be. Yeah. Well, then, so go. There's still a sale on it. Go buy it right now. Right. I got a long way to go to make my money back on this one, dude. I like just the opening sequence was 150 grand for a minute and a half of footage. Well, yeah, because a helicopter. Yeah. I mean, that's Hel costly. Yeah, and um, all the vignettes, like it was like making a movie. This was like making a movie. What did you want to tell me? What the total was? You can say it. I don't. I don't know. Like uh, I, I don't even know. But um, I, I'm guessing about a half a million dollars. It's a lot of money to make a to make an interactive special like that, and then yeah. to shoot it too. It's another. I mean, that's that's. Yeah. I mean, that's nuts, dude. Yeah, I shot it in London, England. <laughs> Why didn't... was that deliberate? Did you want to do it there? Were you um, like, I have to do it in London? I, I... I was born in London, England. Right. On. I went to all four years of high school in London, England, and neither of those points had anything to do with taping it there. I had literally <laughs> just toured 
the wheels off of this thing so much that you know you don't want to tape a, a special in a show that you've already or in a city that you've already done. Yeah, that's kind of so tough. Much, you know, people like, have already seen it. Yeah. yeah. So, dude, I I, I did the, I, I performed this show in 262 cities. Is there even 262 cities? In those cities? <laughs> I mean, what do 42 cities in Australia? Oh yeah, the 42. Who who even knew that there were 42 cities? Yeah, dude, we're doing 10, and I'm like, that's a lot, dude. I don't think that Australians are aware of the, no. there being 42 cities in Australia. I did 30 cities in Canada, which I think it might be more than any artist ever did. Yeah, that's huge. I've done like six cities in Canada, maybe. I've only um, done the big ones. Yeah, and, and then in, do you plan your own shit? Do you tell your your team you want to go to these small little towns, or do they just throw them at you and they're like, "You want to go to here and here and here"? Yeah, um, I, I think I have a an, an overly ambitious team. I was just gonna say, dude. Yeah, are they, <laughs> are, like, are, they are they buying another house somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, dude. See, we're doing ninety cities in Australia. In here. We pull with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that'll help make the playoffs electrifying. As if they're not already going to be, new customers can bet five bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Those of you that like to bet responsibly, you know uh, that getting a little bit of money, getting a little bit of money when you put your money out there feels good, man. Uh, I like to play uh, play a couple of uh, coins here and there, a couple of shekels on the teams that I believe in. Who's going to go all the way, Andrew? I don't know. I can't predict the future. You know, I I, I don't. I, I have no idea. All right, but call me if you have any tips because I would love to know. Uh, download that DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code Whiskey. All right, new customers can bet five bucks uh, to get two hundred instantly in bonus bets. That's pretty good. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code WHISKEY. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-78-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino. And resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsibility gaming resources. This episode of Whiskey Ginger is brought to you by Rabbit Hole Distillery and their one-of-a-kind Kentucky bourbon and rye whiskeys. Hey, not a rye guy? Change your mind with some Boxer Grail. This stuff is very very good okay you're looking to get into rye you're new to the game you haven't found one that you enjoy this sauce is good bold and spicy uh with balance with sweet notes it makes this rye a go-to uh it really is uh, named after louisville's rich boxing heritage boxer grill packs a punch from rye grain but follows it up with flavors of citrus you got a little bit of citrus back there flight bright floral notes and black tea flavors keep you coming back for more pour more, poor, more, poor. Behind Rabbit Hole's award-winning spirits is their founder, Kaveh Zamanian. This cat left a 20-plus successful uh, career as a psychologist, went down the rabbit hole himself, went on a mission to craft the world's finest spirits. That he did. This year he was inducted into the Kentucky Bourbon Hall of Fame, fastest to ever be inducted. They are small batch, pulling from under 15 barrels at a time. Make no mistake, uh, they always use toasted uh, barrels. They're toasted and charred. And it makes really good sauce. you got to give it a try. Uh, go to rabbitholedistillery.com slash buy now and use promo code rabbit for $5 off your first order. Once again, rabbitholedistillery.com slash buy now. Five bucks off your first order with the promo code rabbit. Drink responsibly. Ginger. I like gingers. Look, dude, the, rep, the reps is what it is. You're, if you, the more you do it, the more comfortable you are, the better it hones in. For sure, and just dude, like anything, and and the, like I, I ran this show for four years, and it never stopped improving. Like I kept kicking out bits, replacing them with better bits. Right. Well, that's it, right? You filming, just keep... filming more, working on it more, working with writers, working with the speaking coach, like all of it. Like I, I went in to make a this speaking thing. coach. What's this yeah. for? What do you mean? Because I, I, I sent an earlier recording to Knoxville, and Knoxville was like, "Man, like, uh, this is great." I just like if, if you could figure out how to make your delivery feel more conversational. Oh and, right, and, and, I, and I tried. Like I, I, I would try. Like while I was doing it, I would record the shows, play it back, and I was just like, "What's going on?" You know. Ended up uh, working with the speaking coach, and and it actually um, 
it wasn't even about like the mechanics of speaking. It was really more like therapy, like trauma therapy, almost like, you know, like yeah. the, the, the speaking coach watched a recording of the show and, and the, this lady, she was like, yeah, I, you know, in the in the the videos, the stunt video portion in the multimedia, like you're, just you know, Joe, very very very, right. very normal. Very, right. So like, why, like why why wouldn't you just approach the the stage portion, like like the the video, the stunt? And I think that it it really came down to like some subconscious, like self conscious insecurity of like i'm on stage and like you know pe people don't want to accept me in stand-up or some block like that like it's where, you getting in your own way i think so yeah, yeah. And, and and working with the speaking coach it, it helped like immensely is this is that your biggest anxiety for real is that that you this whole like because look you just talked about it with the netflix thing yeah and let's be real is that do you think that's something that still fucks you up and plays you that <clears> you get out there and you're like feeling like you have to prove again that you're a stand-up? Uh, I think that at this point, it's been long enough, and I, I've I've really forged my own lane. What I do is genuinely authentic. Yeah, no like, one I'm not out that. there. I'm not out there doing an impersonation of what I think a stand-up comic is. You're you just know? doing like, what you do. I'm, I'm doing my own thing. Right. And, uh, and, and I, I really think I did chisel through whatever you know i think that, that it all freed me very much and uh but yeah i'm definitely i definitely still have a bit of a complex about that there's no doubt do you think you think being here doesn't help you think being in la doesn't help no it's you, not it that but matter. it's not that but um definitely you know you know like uh comics they, they go to the store to work on new stuff sure you know yeah like I, I, I was in, in for the first many years totally backwards about that. I was like, man, if I like if I go to the comedy store, the whole room's gonna be filled with industry professionals. You know, like <laughs> I'm not gonna go there and work on new stuff and like you know, like have it be bad. Right. I'll work on new stuff when I'm at like Chuckles in Omaha. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I like I, I and and it was so important to me to like try to really like do put my strongest foot forward in the clubs in LA. Right. And that changed when I put this show together. I no longer even cared. Like it, it really helped now that where it's like, I filmed some like over the top, like unbelievably crazy thing. And I'm going there to work out material about that. That kind of f gave me license to feel like I belonged. Yeah. That helped kind of wedge that gap of like, <laughs> yeah, the the yeah those nervous fucking moments. Do you are you because of how the scenes are changing and because of like how you travel and tour? I'm surprised you still live here. Do you live here because you still want to be here, or would you ever go anywhere else? <clears throat> Just oh, because you're kind of like a you're everywhere, dude. Like you don't need to be here, really. Um, I I I love Los Angeles, but. I also just bought a 48, 44 acre ranch in Tennessee. This boy's going to Tennessee, baby. <laughs> T E double N E double S double E. Yeah. My, Tennessee, my, dude. Well, how far out? Are you deep in the middle of nowhere? Uh, East Tennessee or West Tennessee? We're not going to say what North. City. Oh, you're okay. Right on. <laughs> yeah. North. The closer, like very close to Kentucky. All right, dude. Rad. It's, uh, it, it, we, we got a badass property. And what do you I, plan on doing with 44 acres, man? My my girl and I have been talking about this forever because we don't have, we don't want to have kids like we're crazy about animals right so we we wanted to buy a big property and open up an animal sanctuary oh dude yeah the soft side of Steve-O. yes he'll take a hit to his cock but he respects and loves little tiny animals all creatures of the world he's a macho man but he's also a sensitive soft sweet boy that's right what are we talking do you are you you want to raise like a an animal sanctuary of all kinds of animals or uh, farm animals, farm animals for, for the most part. And now like it, we don't even know, we know we want to have a lot of animals, but we don't know if it's going to be a, a formal 501 C three nonprofit where the idea is to bring in tons of traffic to, you know, generate revenue to yeah. pay for the animals or, is it 
build the bunkers, get the solar, we're going off grid, and we're growing our own food. Uh, you could do a hybrid of both. I, I think you know what so. I mean? Yeah. You could do the thing where you're living in your own little world, but also, uh, you know, something s- sustainable income for it. Yeah. <clears throat> you want little, it to float uh, itself, right? Yeah, with the, with the little Steve-O museum. Right on. Disgrace land. Otherwise, you're going to be hemorrhaging money if you own yeah. 44 acres of land without any income. You're going to be out like 50 grand a month. You're like, this is a little bit more pricey than I thought. You could do with the with the, <laughs> the little, uh, what's a little person show? Uh, uh, the guy that created a farm. Uh, Roloff Farms. Do you know what this is? <laughs> I don't Dude, know. Dude, there's a, there's a show, Roloff, R-O-L-F, R-O, Roloff Farms. So this dude, there was a show on TV called Little People Big World. And this dude started off with a little farm, uh, little being the key word there. Just do Roloff Farms, my dog. So look at this dude. This dude owns, look at, look at the sizes. He's got, this is going to be the Steve-O future, except no little people, unless you have a bunch of little people that work for you. I don't know. I don't know. Wee Man could, I guess, fill in some of it. But this dude owns a huge, massive acreage of farm that has like this. Like, this is what I can see you having. Like, pirate ships for exploration and shit. You could have animals in like little exhibit, little towns and shit. That would be fucking rad. That's visitable for sure for me. There he is. There's the king. There's little Roloff. Wow. Show the bad picture of the farm, the whole farm. See, go down. There's the whole farm there. You see a photo of it. Go down. See the green? There it is, kiddo. Look at that. Yeah. That's you. That's Steve-O land. Yeah, our, our shit, I think, is way bigger than that. That's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty fucking big. But yeah, you're probably bigger than that. That looks huge. Now, will you will you have um, will you have like uh like a track on it and stuff? Like, do you still have you have motocross there, and all that shit? There, there is a one mile private trail that goes around the whole thing that's through the rad. woods. That's Dude, my that favorite. That is rad. That, that was the one thing where we when we visited it, like recognizing that this is by far the most idiotic time in the history of the human race to buy a, a property. Sure. Like, Who like, cares? You see the graphs of like how, infl- you know, Inflation, like, yeah. and we're, we're ready for the crash. And and when we, when they took us on um, this little uh, side-by-side, like four-wheeler, they drove us around that mile, private trail. I was like, okay, dude. Who cares? Yeah, okay. We're going to die. <laughs> yeah. Do it now. That's what I feel like. I talk to my business manager sometimes, and if I ever get scared about anything, and he's always like, well, uh, you have to live now, right? Yeah. He's like, are you going to live later? I was like, I th- think so. He's like, yeah, but you don't know. So live it. Live now. Do your best, but live it now. Because every time I get scared of that, I'm like, oh, what's going to happen? Who knows with the business? Right. And that, It's like, whatever, man, live it now, because it'll be over anyway. So I love that. I yeah. love that, and that's exactly what, what we did. We, we, we bought it. Live it like, fucking right now, dude. We, we've been even um, so passionate about this idea that my lady and I have been just waiting to get married on the property. Oh, that's rad. You know, so we're going to have a big wedding on this dope-ass ranch. Because you guys uh, did an un- you guys already got married for the books, but not... No. No, you didn't? I no. thought you did it. You'd already... Oh, no. I wear an engagement ring. Oh, that's right. Okay, right on. That's yeah. right. You told me that. That's right. So you're going to do a big, huge wedding on there, 44 acres. I mean, something You're going to do something cool. wild, yeah. We're going to do something cool, yeah. yeah. I could tell. Yeah, with you, you'll do something insane. I, you don't have to tell me, but man, am I interested what 44 acres of land costs in Tennessee. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. That's a lot of fucking land, dude. Um, yeah, and it's, it's got a dope-ass house and stuff. This guy, dude. Huh? This guy. I don't know. Uh, go buy that uh, bucket list on Stevo.com. <laughs> Help him get some more land, baby. Let, let me let me tell you this that the that there's like ten items on the bucket list, right? There's yeah. like ten like video breaks to pay off bits, and the the actual bits they go in distinctly descending order of my fiance's approval and support. <laughs> okay. So, so like in the beginning, she's super, you, you saw the first one. She's, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. like actively participating, totally into it. She's, she's, cool she's it. making it happen. Right. You know, like she's, she, she's, and then you saw the vasectomy is a couple of bits later. She's still front and center. She's right and then there. When the yeah. kids are whacking me in the nuts, she's like, "No, you hit him in the nuts." Yeah, she did say that. She goes, "Go for the front. Go for the front, guys." <laughs> yeah, and uh, and then after that, it starts getting like really illegal and life threatening. We've got medical professionals stealing drugs from the hospital, like <laughs> like straight up. We had what are you doing, Steve? Med- medical professionals stole general anesthesia drugs. 
and we all get together, the medical professionals in disguise. I'm on a bicycle with an IV in my vein. They're pumping general anesthesia drugs into my veins while I'm hauling ass on a bicycle. My fiance was still there for that one. These medical professors aren't losing their license because of this? this uh, <laughs> they're there. I'm, I'm never going to say who they were. That's right. <laughs> Not even anybody on set got to see them. They were head to toe in disguise. They have to be. Yeah. Otherwise, they'll lose their whole license. They'll right. fuck for the rest of their yeah, life. <laughs> for sure. In jail. <laughs> How did you lose your license? Uh, I stole <laughs> I stole anesthesia for Steve-O to yeah. ride then, on a bike. Was it worth <laughs> med school, dog? That's so that's crazy. Yeah. Then, then when when uh, when my lady and my lady's name is Lux, when when Lux, then she just stopped showing up. When, she got over it. Well, she 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 was like, look, you know, there's certain things in life you can never unsee, and I just can't bring myself to be there to witness one of those things. You giving birth? Yeah. She was like, I can't see a baby come out of your dick. It was uh, it it was the, the epidural sprint. Oh, when you got an epidural and then started running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they put the four-inch needle in my spinal cavity, inject the drugs to render me paralyzed, yank out the needle, and I take off running to see how far I can go. How far did you go? I ran out of room. I had to turn around and come back. That a boy. And then I felt like collapsed like a baby giraffe being born. How was the epidural? Didn't it feel good? They say it's like a blowjob for your back. It was the scariest thing. That Why? I, because like, I got this crazy doctor guy. He's like, hey, he's no like, one oh, likes dude. to hear that. I got a crazy doctor. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking nuts, dude. Who knows what he'll do? Yeah, he tells me he can uh, he can paralyze me with a, a four inch needle in my spine, and <laughs> and, uh, and, and I'm like, I, I'm, I'm thinking this sounds great, but that's I mean, not what I think. I would say that's the fucking worst thing I've ever heard in my life. I can right. paralyze you with a four inch needle. Right. So uh, I, I just I just reached out to to Doctor Drew to see what he thinks. Right. Yeah. Doctor Drew says. Wow, do I hate that idea? Yeah, bad idea. You know, like running yeah. with the ep- epidural going on um, in a field, <laughs> and, and uh, not even like a clean grass, like dirt. <laughs> yeah, just like a hard earth. Yeah, yeah hard earth dirt. And uh, and what Drew said, he says, I'd lo- I says I wish I could talk you out of this, but I know I never will. Like, yeah. I just like I'm you know, you. he says, but but just please hear me. When I say watch out if you find if you find yourself becoming paralyzed above the waist. The idea is it's paralyzes you from the waist down. Right. He's like, but if you start being paralyzed, sometimes it'll back up, he says. And and like and then then systems are going to shut down on it'll you. It'll get to your heart, right? Then 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 you're gonna stop breathing. They're gonna need to intubate you. Oh you my know, God. to have a machine breathe for you. Yeah. And if you're in a field doing this like on dirt, you know, like that, you, know, you can really die. Yeah, dude, that's... And I thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> and did it anyway. Yeah, I did it. So um, the, 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 what was so scary is as soon as I collapsed onto the ground, like almost immediately, I cannot feel anything like up to my chin. Like my, I cannot even feel any indication that I was able to breathe at all. And I'm like, <gasps> I'm having trouble breathing. And I'm just thinking, this is it. Like, here I go, like... I'm just this. I'm not here. I am on the dirt. The doc, the doctor's actually dressed up like a clown. <laughs> and, and then, like you know, and 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 the guys have to do their job, which is to figure out how paralyzed I really am. Holy so shit. they're doing all this unbelievably dark crap to me while I'm on the ground, saying I'm having trouble breathing, and I'm fighting to try to get enough air to say. I'm having trouble breathing. <laughs> what do they have to do? They, was, what do they, they, they? I mean, they're like they're zapping me with the uh, you know electrocuting the things. defibrillators or whatever. Yeah. No, no, no. They're they're hitting me with stun guns. <laughs> no, dude, fuck it. Yeah, they're they're lighting me up with paintballs, setting my feet on fire. Smart man, dude. That's the way to do it. Yeah, it was it was epic. It was the most epic thing ever. It was the scariest thing ever. But once, uh, like once. I, I got to the other side of it. I started sobbing, just absolutely sobbing. And and the, the 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 weird doctor guy is like, you know, no emotion, but now he's just confused. Why why is Steve sitting here crying? Yeah. Through my tears, I go. The bar for my stunts is so high. (laughs) (laughs) And we just raised it. And I was just like, tears of joy because we just raised the bar, the impossible bar. We did the impossible, dude. (laughs) Yeah. And and so then, you know. 
You died and came back. Kind it, of. The most, it was like it was a rebirth for you. Yeah, it like like jackass. You can't break the law. You know, you just can't. Well, yeah. And like that here, I'm breaking the law. Medical professionals risking like everything they worked for and their freedom. Don't you feel like you've beat the life casino? You have to stop gambling at some point, dude. Yeah, you beat the casino. Like Maybe. nobody beats the house. You beat the house a thousand times. Yeah, man. Like I, I like it, it. It seems evident that the universe has a plan for me. Yeah, you know what it is though. You're gonna die some like really boring. You're gonna choke <laughs> on like a chicken nugget out of all the fucked up shit you've done. You know what I mean? Like you'll die so monotonous and boring because you've lived such an extreme life. It's kind of like that Alex Honnold guy, the free solo guy. Yeah, right. It's like, dude, that that guy will die from like you know he'll he'll slip and fall and break a hip. And you know what I mean? Right. Something crazy will happen. That's like what you didn't die falling off a rock. That's what's insane to me about you that you've touched it so many times. It's almost like the thing can't get you. Something wants you around. In here, we pour whiskey. whiskey. Here to tell you about Lucy. Lucy makes tobacco-free nicotine for people to focus better, think deeper, chill out, smoother, and inspire creativity. Okay? You want some increased alertness and attention and mood? Yeah? You want to focus better? You want to relax? You want to think a little bit deeper? That's what makes Lucy what it is. Not a Lucy like when we were young kids. Not a loose cigarette. No, Lucy. 100% pure, tobacco-free nicotine. Just nicotine, baby. That nicotina. You'll never find tobacco on any of their products ever. Uh, the pouches are available in five different strengths. Two MGs, two milligrams to 12 milligrams. If you're looking for an upper decker that's going to give you a buzzy wuzzy, hit yourself a 12. They got 12 different flavors. Cinnamon, mint, mango, wintergreen, pomegranate, uh, apple, ice, and espresso. Apple ice is probably one of my absolute favorites. I love it. I tuck a couple upper deckers when I'm playing some golf, okay? I actually enjoy it so much. It slows me down. Um, it does give me a little, bit of a, a little bit of a brain buzz, and I feel more at ease, okay? They don't leave your mouth dry, which I really like. The flavors are very long-lasting. That's a huge benefit. High quality, too. It's better than a lot of the other pouches that are on the market right now. So whether you use nicotine to focus better, Get a boost in energy to chill and relax. Lucy's made for your nicotine routine. If you want to try Lucy's tobacco-free breakers, pouches, or gum, go to lucy.co slash whiskey. Use the promo code whiskey to, to get 20% off first order. Lucy offers free shipping, has a 30-day refund policy. If you change your mind, that's L-U-C-Y. That's L-U-C-Y dot C-O. And use code whiskey to get 20% off and always free shipping. Lucy products are only for adults of legal age, and every order is age verified. This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Everybody wants a little bit of mental clarity. That's why Magic Mind is here, my friends. Magic Mind, uh, delicious. Boost your energy and your focus. Uh, crush uh, procrastination, elevate mental clarity. That's what it says. And honestly, I think it does do that. It is very, very delicious. Uh, it's great to have in the morning. First thing in the morning, I like to do it before I go to the game, to the game, before I have my morning cup of coffee. Um, very good. I've been trying it for the last couple of days. Uh, and it helps with uh, focus, uh, energy. Um, I think it's wonderful uh, to take some magic mind before I get my day started. Uh, I feel more like at ease, a little bit calmer, um, and I think it's uh, a magic little elixir. The stuff is uh, delicious, um, and it's uh, organic matcha green tea, all right? That's really what it is. There's, a, there's agave, some passion fruit in there, um, some vanilla, red beet, potassium, sorbate. Um, but that, that you know, a lot of people were against uh, trying matcha, myself included. You know, I was always a coffee drinker. I was never like, I don't want matcha because my wife likes that stuff. And honestly, there's 12 magical ingredients inside of here, and... Uh, Absolutely phenomenal. Ashwagandha, um, which I do love. Turmeric, big fan. You know, they got that lion's mane in there. Got to have that lion's mane. Um, and uh, it is very, very good. It's a great way to start your day. I think they're delicious. And everybody's looking for, like, a little shot on the go. Um, instead of taking those just, just a regular old ginger shot that you get from Trader Joe's, um, I do think these things help you with a boost uh, and to get some focus, you know. Um, they got nootropics, matcha, adaptogens, and vitamins already put in here. Um, and uh, it's uh, it's a pretty good. Uh, if you want to give this stuff a try, uh, you very, very much should to start your day. This January Magic Mind helps you get ready to achieve your 2024 New Year's goals with full focus. Focus, baby. If you sign up for three months, you get an extra month for free. At magicmind.com slash whiskey, magicmind.com slash whiskey. That code, of course, is whiskey. It's an extra 20% off, which gets you a 75% off. That gets you 75% off. This only lasts until the end of January, so hurry up before it goes away. Magicmind.com slash whiskey. That code is whiskey. Ginger.
I like gingers. Yeah. Well, we like you around. Well, thanks, man. Dude. I like you around. Dude. Man, I, I appreciate you so much, dude. Yeah, I love you, dude. What? By the way, what is this? Oh, Did this, you bring some sauce for me? This this is Steve-O's hot sauce for your butthole. Uh, oh, so I can only put it in my butthole? <laughs> no, you can. It's 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 for. Can I out. put it in my mouth? It's it's for coming out of your butthole. Oh, right on, yeah. dude. Do you 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 source hot sauce for your butthole? This is you. This is Steve-O's own. Yeah. And you found a company to make your own <laughs> hot sauce, or is there? Yeah. You're fucking. Who are you? Sometimes it's my, it's my own recipe, dog. This is your your custom. Do you did you make this for years at your house, and then you were like, um, it, I, I did uh, testing at my house. Yeah. How hot is this? Is this not not hot? Mm-hmm. If you want like unbelievably hot, yeah, then you got to go with Stevo's butthole destroyer hot. Butthole sauce. destroyer, yeah. I'll the, just put it in my mouth. Yeah. Steve-O's butthole destroyer is your top tier stuff. That the, the the top three ingredients on the destroyer are the three hottest peppers on earth. What is it? The ghost, ghost, ghost scorpion, scorpion, and uh, Carolina Reaper. The Reaper, that's right. Yeah, yeah. the Reaper is the one that you see those videos of that people like talk a big game and they think they're hot shit and then they take it and they're like, "Yep." I'll never forget, dude. I was when I first when I was in um, what was I? I was in twenty three or twenty four. I first moved here and I was working in a physical therapy office. And one of the people that was coming in to get physical therapy, this this sweet woman, she grew peppers in her yard. And she was like, I'll bring you guys some fucking yeah. really heavy shit. And I'm thinking, all right, dude, whatever. This is some little sweet lady's yard. And she was like, and to also all these physical therapists were like, uh, we'll all do it together. No milk. You know what I mean? No milk, yeah. no cheating, none of that shit. Just let it sit. And I'm not kidding, dude. I don't know which one it was, but I got in maybe... Two minutes, I, I'm being generous, and I couldn't fucking breathe, dude. It was like, yeah, like it was my whole throat was yeah, clogged up. You feel like your throat's closing. Closing. Up. I was awful, dude. Yeah. This is just regular. This is your regular sauce. Yeah, right? that's the, this is like the, good on eggs and stuff. Yeah, that's the it's the OG. Oh, this is really good. I love hot sauce, dude. And it's so much fun for like very in, good, dude. And thank you, so much fun for uh, like the stocking stuffer for because it fits in the stocking. It's like not not an expensive purchase. Christmas morning, you pull it out of the stocking. Pull it out. Oh, you got you got some. You got a little something for my butthole. Dude, just a little something for your tush, baby. Yeah, Steve-O's hot sauce for your butthole. You can buy it on Amazon. It'll be there on Prime like immediately the next day. We delivered here. And who? Wait, where do you? They make it here in L.A. in California. Um, no, I think uh, they make it in Costa Texas. Rica. Texas. Oh, in Costa Rica. Yeah, they they. Uh, I like that, dude. The... There it is, baby. Yeah, right there in stock on Prime. Boom. Delivered today, dude. Get it yeah. same day. The 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 habanero garlic habanero hot sauce for your yep. butthole, baby. Yeah, butthole, the butthole destroyer. destroyer. That's the top. <laughs> that's top tier shit. Yeah, the butthole destroyer is really, really. Of all the bases sense. that you keep touching, dude, over the years that I've known you, what's your what's the end game? What's the one that you're like? That's the one big hurdle I want to jump over. Not stunt wise. I mean, just like, what's the one thing that you feel like is your apex of like? Once I do that, I'll feel like I, I'm I'm solid. I want to have a show in an arena one day. You want an arena show? I mean, technically I did, but it was like in like this little tiny town in uh, in Canada. And it Who was cares? like a that little counts. hockey arena. Yeah, but that counts. And there's like, uh, I forget how, you know, they, they, they had like a little section cordoned off, you know? Yeah. I want to like properly do it. You want an arena arena. Yeah. You want like the real deal. Yeah. That's funny. And the I way think... you said that when you smiled, you mean it. That's yeah. so funny that you mean it. Oh, big time. Yeah, I don't fucking. I fucking. I've done arenas. I, 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 I don't know, man. There's something about them that's like, they're amazing. Not, for, not my show. I've done other people's arena yeah. shows, obviously, but <clears throat> I don't know. That's a why. That's a. But I like that you have that because some people have said when I was a kid, I always wanted to block, play the garden. Right? You hear yeah. that a lot. Like when I was a kid, like Andrew yeah. Schultz, like our boy Schultz, yeah. sold out two fucking gardens within I don't even know probably twenty 90 minutes. Ninety minutes the first one, then the next guy. one. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, but like for me. People have always been like, oh, for Chicago, when I played the United Center with Rogan, was that a dream? Not really. Like, for me, it was, um, honestly, in my mind, I thought, if I can make people laugh till I'm dead or till they make me, like, till it's over, I'm good. Like, I never had the whole, like, big room, big vibe. I was like, if I can just fucking get people to... 
really want to come along with the ride because I know the ride is going to be fucking <clears throat> all over the place, man. You're going to have, you know. I mean, it's it's like this. It's like this. If if uh, if you look at music, there's like this catch twenty two, or maybe maybe not as much anymore. But it's like like the the dynamic was that if you want to really blow up big, you have to have like a ma- major record label, right? But if you want to make any money, you have to own your own music. Sure. So like there's, you know, for people to really get big, it's like, you know, like, it, and, and for, for me, I mean, it's a different, different dynamic, but like I, I've been quietly kind of under the radar performing stand-up comedy for, for th- more than 13 years now. And nobody knows you know, like in in the general consciousness of the world, nobody really knows that Steve-O does stand-up. You know, like there's this... I mean, millions of people know. Well, okay. That, but not on the global scale, yeah. Right, right. Fucking billions of people don't right. know. But like, I, I, I just think that, that uh, I've finally gotten to a point where I just feel like it... What I, what I made with this last special is really really good, man. It's, it's like unbelievably good, and and my fear is that it's just not going to get the audience. If this new special, Steve-O's Bucket List, could get like the audience that I believe it deserves, then I think it just blows up, and then and and then who knows. Right, like for for my next tour, and how big it gets, and if I ever if that were to happen. The, the proof of that being the case would be that I was legitimately performing in an arena. Oh, I hope you get it, dude. No, because you, you said you're so passionate about it, so it makes me f- smile that you're like, you really, really mean it. So I, 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 I think you, I mean, dude, those kind of things are, they're up to you more than anything anyway. You're already there. It's almost like you're already doing <clears throat> it. All you have to do is keep expanding this balloon until it gets so fucking yeah. big that... I just got to get eyes on this special. So, yep. like, my people, believe me. Believe. Believe me that Steve-O's Bucket List is the most utterly, shockingly entertaining thing that I've ever made. I swear. It is <laughs> I mean, a beautiful, touching love story. It's stunts that would never be allowed to happen on Jackass. And it's the most wildly elaborate production that I've ever put together. A touching love story, nonetheless. Yeah, that's absolutely. That's the best part of all of it, right? Yeah. That's I mean, by the end of it, it, Lux isn't just not showing up. Like, she, by the end of it, like, we're having a problem. You know? Like, she wants having, to leave you because of it. We're, by the end of it, we're having a problem. And, and, and we're, like, I'm rolling the dice with our relationship. And, like, the fact is that you know, the, the, when when heads are budding and and my attention whoring is one of the heads, yeah, there's a problem. There's a big problem. <laughs> <laughs> that tends to be the issue with chicks, dude. They yeah, when it's like all about me, me, me. Did she come with you on the road to all your shows? Sometimes, yeah, sometimes. And she was great about it. Like the the biggest problem that she had was that was me actually ejaculating on camera. Yeah, I could see that being like that's her territory a little bit. Right. Yeah, she right. wants that just for her. A lot of problems with that because like I wasn't just ejaculating; I was ejaculating with another man strapped to my back in an airplane filled with dudes. Pretty typical. And in order to get that done, I had to bring a a, a DVD player. Yeah. And so now I'm pleasuring myself to the image of another woman. Which with men, with men in the room, yeah, no less. Yeah, with a bunch of men in the room. Doesn't sit well with my lady. She doesn't like stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't she have gotten up in that plane with you and just had some fun and got <laughs> you the spot? You really want to commit, babe? Get up in the plane. Yeah, and fluff and, me and out, and then let's go. That wouldn't have worked either. The rad thing, the next level, would be you guys hooking up, skydiving together. That would be fucking yeah. dope. Would she yeah. be down? I doggy see, style in air would be so wild <laughs> to see that floating down to the earth. <laughs> It's, a, it's not a bad idea. You get trained enough, right? You have to go tandem. You could be you could be her instructor on her back, and then you're good to go. And then get one of those harnesses, dude. I'm, oh, call wow, me if you want me to dude. produce the bit, dude. If I get the tandem license, yeah, I'm you, already then... on her back. But, yeah, dude, you're right there. <laughs> what else, man? You're right yeah, there. Yeah, that's... you could just train enough, jump enough. Have you jumped a lot? Or no? no, that was my first time. What? That was the first that time was you went out? my first time, dude. <laughs> and, and here's the thing, dude. That was an idea that I'd had for 20 years. 
Yeah. Like I, I can't, and, and the the reason why, like you won't even believe me when I say this. Like you you won't believe it, but um, I'm terrified of bungee jumping, roller coasters, and I never wanted to go skydiving. I just why what you all the bullshit that you do and a yeah. bungee jump scares you. Yeah, I, like I just like. Do you think that that's the time it's gonna break? You're like, this is the no, time. No, it's not even that. It's just I think that like I grew up like jumping off stuff. Yeah. So I don't care what you tie to me. Like I can't look off a two hundred foot bridge and see anything doable about that. Like I just have a block. Whoa. And like sustained periods of falling, like I don't like it. I just don't like the way it feels. I don't want it. I, I hate it. So for twenty years, whenever skydiving came up. As a mechanism for avoiding going skydiving, I always said, man, dude, come on, dude, that's not that's for me. I was like, that's, everybody goes skydiving. It's that's not a stunt. So like, for me to go skydiving. Elementary school <laughs> teachers go skydiving, yeah. dog. Yeah, grandmas go skydiving. Yeah. You know, like, you got to understand that for me to go skydiving, I would have to be butt-ass naked and furiously jacking off with another man strapped to my back, plus simultaneously blow a load as I fell out of the plane. And someone was like, we can do that for you, dude. That's called skyjacking. <laughs> skyjacking, dude, let's go. <laughs> skyjacking. And then, like, Does when Guinness it, Records ever recognize did you? Did they snub me year after year? <laughs> yeah, Netflix and Guinness. Uh... <laughs> Netflix and Guinness snubbing you year after year. Guinness doesn't recognize and any I'm of this. I'm huge fans of both, by the way. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. They Follow don't recognize them both any on of Instagram. Love them. Yeah, <laughs> follow them on Instagram. Yeah. Just, Have you ever reached out to pains. Guinness? Every time they pop up on my feed, it hurts. Yeah, it stings. <laughs> um, I mean, dude, I made a video for my YouTube channel of uh, ten, 10 undeniable world records, which Guinness gives me no credit for. Will they just not respond? Are they like, no, nah, yeah. we don't recognize this shit? I mean, I, I, I had a little bit of fun. Uh, the, you know, I, I got a little bit ridiculous with it. But um, that's a huge bummer that they won't give you credit for that. that yeah, like the highest porta potty. <laughs> yeah, um, the uh, the one that I think is really, really, uh, you know, worth giving it to me for is uh, vomiting on television and in film because we've all seen it. Every time somebody barfs in any TV show or movie, it's plainly evident that they just have something it's in fake. their mouth yeah, it's all, and they yeah, spit correct. it out. Yeah. You can tell the difference between a real barf and a fake barf. Yeah. And nobody has real barfed on TV or in film anywhere near as many times as I have. And no one's going to question like this. Well, can we count it? I mean, how many times have you <laughs> I mean, barfed dude, on camera? like, demonstrably. <laughs> like, that's, why, that's why you sound like that. No, you're fucking, maybe, your vocal cords perhaps, are yacked. Perhaps. It's you and RFK. RFK, is, he, has yeah. more, he might have more barfs than you on camera. <laughs> it's unbelievable, dude. You know what's so funny? In the course of my lifetime, I genuinely can count, I think, on one hand, I've only thrown up like maybe five, I think maybe five or six times. And I mean that. That sounds crazy. But like when I get sick, I never, I don't throw yeah. up when I get, I, the only times I ever, ever thrown up was like partying, partying when I was, a, when I was at college yeah. was the last time I remember from puking. <clears throat> but outside of that, whenever I got ill, I never threw up. I never was a guy who would get like the stomach yeah. flu where it went out that way. So genuinely, when I see that, it scares the shit out of me because I the pain from throwing yeah. up is like, like in college one time, um, I was really sick. I, I was this thing, and I would have like the dry heaving, which hurts. You yeah. you wish there was something in there, right? The dry heaving is yep. the worst, and the yellow bile. Ah, yeah, dude, that hurts. Yeah. It's so painful because stuff in there. You're like, yeah, it almost feels like you're just emptying a bag. You're like, oh, yeah. okay, like it all gets out of you. Well, Guinness, if you're if anybody from Guinness is listening. Yeah. Uh, or should I say, if anybody from Guinness is listening, any of my family out there, <laughs> it's so funny. It's the same company that does that. That Guinness, right. the beer maker. So it's so weird. You guys make beer, but you won't recognize. Uh, you won't re recognize our boy, dude. Yeah, I went for. Uh, I, I said our boy, dog. I set an undeniable world record in my bucket list. I mean, that's so crazy that you have. The mo you definitely have the most pukes on camera. You probably have the most uh, kicks to the genitals on camera. That I, I I'm not claiming. That I'm not claiming. But um, you don't think you've been kicked more on camera than anybody else? Uh, not in real oh life. Oh my just... guys, there, there are a lot of people that take nut shots in your crew. Yeah. But um, for the for the bucket list, I set a, a free diving world record, the longest anybody has ever been completely submerged, holding their breath in pure rotten urine. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
Oh yeah. shit. Guinness call up, dude. You know, it's like, what are you waiting for? Yeah. Why can't the why can't Guinness make yeah. a dirty Guinness record book? Like and, and, and how about this? How about this? If nothing that I've done good, work with me. Come on, guys. Yeah, you know, call me and tell me what it, you want me to do. Yeah, let, 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 let's let's collaborate. I guarantee you there's gotta be shit in that book that's on yeah. the questionable side. Yeah. Right? They have they have millions of records that are in there. Right. I mean, we should get we should we should have a campaign online. Uh, people that are listening to the show, do me a favor, write Guinness World Records. Tell them that they need to put Steve O in there in some way, shape, or form or fashion. Yeah. I think that would be the only way to get this done is if the fans reach out. Uh, because honestly, they've had, right the records. Here's the records that are no longer accepted. I have seen this before that they say there's like. Uh, yeah, they, they don't they, they've to... stopped taking certain ones because they don't want to influence people to try them again. Right. Right, yeah, going right. without sleep is detrimental. Gluttony, they don't want someone who can eat the yeah. most. Binge drinking, obviously. For Hunger sure. strikes or fasting. Yep. Heaviest pets? I what? think that they've even called it on tattoos. Really? Cruelty to animals? What? That was a record for a while? <laughs> like, how many dogs can you beat? Child endangering records. <laughs> that right. is, yeah. China I mean, said all those. I, I, there, there's nothing mean-spirited or... No, none of your stuff. Yeah, so yeah. here's the deal. With you, the thing I always like to say is... Um, and, and this goes in comedy in general or performance. If the pie's on your face, you, yeah. it's on you, dude. It's not right. like you didn't do this to somebody else. 100%. If the pie's on your face, I don't understand why that's not clear for you to just, right. you know, 100%. get the record. Well, Guinness, listen up, dude. We're sick of this. Uh, we really need this to happen right now. So please, uh, ladies and gentlemen at home, write in. <coughs> More importantly, um, I want people to really enjoy this special. I've known you for a while. I've seen what you've created. And you should be very proud because it's wild as fucking unique and original. Uh, our buddy Bill Burr is, uh, gives you the tip of the hat to, to open this thing, which is insane. Um, so go to stevo.com and go buy the bucket list. Uh, it, get, get, uh, buy it for yourself. Buy some, butt, uh, some, butt, some fucking hot sauce for your tush, for your butthole, for a Christmas <laughs> gift, dude. And um, I appreciate you, brother. We end the episode the same way. Look in that camera right there. Okay. And you say one word or one phrase to end the episode right into that camera whenever you're ready. One word or a phrase. Yeah, dude. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. Oh, that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Ginger.